Welcome back to Well, That's Interesting, the Happy Little Piggies and Troubled Teen Gorilla edition. What? <laughs> I have so many questions. Mm. Yeah. Um, <laughs> About which part? <laughs> uh, all of the parts. Every single part. I mean, little piggies. Yeah. Should be happy. That's yeah. great. So I'm not as surprised at that, but I am worried about this teen gorilla and yeah. what's going on. Yeah. Yeah. Let's get oh. into it. <laughs> Today is in between 087. Pig squeals have been translated. Finally. Mm-hmm. And teenage gorilla addicted to smartphones. No. <laughs> Stop it. We we have been talking um off. Uh, the podcast so many times this week about how like mm. blown away we are with how many kids oh, yeah. are on iPads. Like not kids, like little kids, like toddler, three year olds, yeah. two year olds. I don't know what ages. The the small ones, <laughs> the small, the ones. babies. Um, and it just like in strollers, in strollers. And ever since I I brought it up with Jill, that's all I see now. Yeah. Every time I walk outside, I see an iPad glued. To a baby's hand. Mm -hmm. And pace. And they are, like, obsessed. They're zombies. It it blows my mind. I I don't know what it's going to mean for future people, but I do know I'm worried about this teen gorilla. (laughs) Let's start start with the teen gorilla. Okay. And then move on to to children. On to society. Yes. (laughs) Okay. Okay. So, uh, I'm Jill Chacha, and I am with the very concerned Marissa Riley. That's me. (laughs) I am... I'm here, and I'm so worried for this teenage gorilla uh, using a phone. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, If this is your first time listening, welcome to The Flock. Welcome. Dr. Riley here comes in cold and learns everything in real time, just like you. It's true. I had no idea what we were going to talk about today. But now that I know, I'm equal parts concerned and also kind of excited about talking about (laughs) pigs. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. So many pigs. They are so smart, and I'm so glad they're happy. Yeah. And oh, I yeah. can't wait to hear why. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah, my friends, today is yet another day. We shall learn that our animal friends aren't that much different from us. No. Or should I say, we are not that much different from them. Oh. oh. Uh, we express happiness and sadness with a shit ton of nuances in between. And we can all use a little less screen time. 100%. Yeah. We should all put the phones down. Yeah. After, After this podcast, yeah, yeah. obviously. <laughs> and then put it down and go run through yeah. a field. Burn it after. After. Yeah. Listen to all, the whole catalog. Our entire yeah. canon. Yeah. Okay. And, and then, then burn it. And then burn it. Yeah. And move on. And then if you get another phone, you can listen to more. Yeah. There if. you go. That's enough. <laughs> Problem solved. Okay, so uh, let's begin today with some giddy squeals. And to do so, we need to head on over to the University of Copenhagen, Ooh. which led a dynamic and an extremely thorough study that included 16 researchers oh. from Denmark, Switzerland, France, Germany, Norway, and the Czech Republic. And it included not one, not two, but 411 pigs. <laughs> this, is, this is wonderful. Isn't Copenhagen like one of the happiest, That's has the happiest people in the world? I heard. And they have like a special word for cuddle. Like, oh God, do they? Comfy cuddle. This might be Sweden. Ah. But they're really happy. So of course they're like, what are we going to study? Pigs. Pigs. If you're in Copenhagen, 
You're tell, killing tell, it. Tell, yeah, and tell us, what's the secret? Is it more pigs? Yeah. Okay, I got it. Okay. So, Dr. Marissa, let's not bury the lead any longer because this is kind of exciting. Uh, please tell us, according to the university's Faculty of Science blog over at science.ku.dk, what were these what were these researchers able to accomplish? I would love to talk about it. All right. From the March 7th, uh, 2022, no one says it like that. <laughs> 2022 post, quote, using thousands of acoustic recordings gathered throughout the the lives of pigs from their births to their deaths, an international team of researchers is the first in the world to translate pig grunts into actual emotions across an extended number of conditions and life stages. And, quote, it's about time that we fucking study pigs from birth to death (laughs) birth to death what are they saying yeah how are they feeling exactly that's exactly what the study was doing good yeah (laughs) so glad yes my friends get this researchers recorded 7,414 sounds amazing and with those sounds they designed an algorithm that can decode whether your pig a farmer's pig or any pig is currently experiencing a positive emotion or a negative emotion and even something in between. Oh my god. Yeah. So you can so you can learn from this and then go outside to your pigs. Yeah. Because y'all have them. And yeah. <laughs> That's right. I sadly don't. I've really fucked up. And then be like, oh my God. Yeah. Bertha is super mm-hmm. happy today. She's super happy today. Or Bertha's like really depressed. Oh. I should give her whatever she eats. <laughs> That's right. I should give her a treat. That's right. Give Bertha a treat, goddammit. Give it. Bertha a treat. Just any any time. Any time, yes. It's always time to give Bertha a treat. Yes. So, so you're probably wondering, uh, how do you even go about quantifying and interpreting? Interpreting? Mm, that's a hard word. Say it together. Interpreting. interpreting. All of the possible pig grunts and snort sounds. Now, that's a great question. Yes. And honestly, it takes a village from many nations and many pigs in many scenarios. Oh. Now, let's get into it. Our 411 little piggies were divided into two groups, okay. uh, what the researchers called commercial-slash-farming environments and experimental environments. All right. We, we're really getting in there. Yeah, we, we are. Yeah. They then labeled the emotions of the pigs as positive or negative based on how they naturally reacted to positive and negative external stimuli. Mm. Dr. Marissa, please give us a few examples of what pigs in the commercial setting experienced and how those were labeled. Nothing would make me happier. All right, from the blog, quote, positive situations included (laughs) huddling with litter mates, (laughs) nursing, positive conditioning, enrichment, reunion with the mother, and freely running. I am broken. I am broken. I am broken. (laughs) I fucking love this. I'm holding Jill's shoulder like I am about to fall off a cliff. (laughs) It's incredible. All right. She's really in there. (laughs) Uh, The last three sentences I said were not part of the quote. Continuing the quote, negative situations included, among others, missing nursing. Short uh, social isolation, no piglet fights, piglet crushing by the mother, castration and handling and waiting in the slaughterhouse, end quote. Oh my God, the researchers for this must have like, I just imagine them doing the work, Mm. doing the work and then once they like, you know, they leave and they get in their car 
And then they start the car, and then right before they drive off, just bursting into yes. tears. Just, <laughs> I know. I mean, that's what I'm going to do after this. And I don't even have a car. <laughs> I'm going to find one. I just saw something about crying in a car uh, on that HBO, every, and that I was everyone just does like. It? I, no, it was a fictional show, but I was just, it just looked so sad. Reese Witherspoon cried in a car and I was like, oh, that looks so satisfying. I'll go sit in the bathroom and yeah. cry. We live in New York, so none of well, us drive. Well, I can Uber. No, you can Uber or you can just do it in the subway like every other New Yorker. Just That's cry true. the subway. It's totally normal. If you come to New York and you see someone crying, sit like sitting in a car, train car, crying, leave them alone. Leave them alone. Yeah. In fact, if you really want to make them feel better, sit several seats away from them and also silently weep. That's right. They will feel <laughs> so held. Cry together. I have cried on a train with many other women, and none of us have talked to each other, and I think we all felt a little better. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. We're just solving all sorts of things today. Yeah. Anyways, back to the pigs. <laughs> okay, so in the experimental portion of the study... Researchers created equally adorable but not as troubling mock scenarios for the other pigs, oh. all in hopes to capture sounds that represented more nuanced emotions, like something in the middle of the spectrum. Fair. Okay. Quote, these included an arena. Sorry, let me do that again. Quote, these included an arena with toys or food and a corresponding arena without any stimuli. Interesting. Put a pin in that. Interesting. Okay. Mm. The researchers also placed new and unfamiliar objects in the arena for the pigs to interact with. Mm. Along the way, from commercial to experimental, the pigs' calls, behavior, and heart rates were monitored and recorded when possible. End quote. And that was also from the blog. I love this yeah. so hard. Yeah, it's I love great. this so hard. Yeah. It's okay, that's all I had that's all yeah. I have to say. Recording like the life cycle of a pig, all the little little noises that they make. I, I just I can't. It's just too cute. I can't. So my friends, when those recordings were done, each and every one of the seventy four hundred plus sounds was analyzed, specifically measuring four parameters. Yeah. The duration and amplitude was measured that's okay. two and the other two were fancy things um one oh. was called the spectral center of gravity and the weina entropy oh okay. the the weina entropy. entropy yeah so what that was the worst uh german accent <laughs> anyone's ever <laughs> done was, i'm sorry it's gorgeous so what in god's name are these fucking things don't worry let's get into it yes um, the spectral center of gravity is a measure for how high the frequencies in a sound spectrum get on average okay and the Vina, or the Vina entropy, or mm-hmm. in an American accent, Wiener entropy. <laughs> I wanted to say that really bad. Yeah. Just say it. Wiener, Wiener entropy. entropy. That was really satisfying. Yeah. <laughs> Should we say it again? Wiener, Wiener entropy. entropy. Yeah. So <laughs> this is what I love about Wiener entropy. Um, <laughs> Wiener entropy is a fancy term for another fancy term called spectral flatness. Okay. <laughs> spectral so it's- this sounds that like is, the different. This sounds like the opposite of like a high frequency. Is am I right? Yeah, yeah, pretty. You're pretty close. Uh, so no matter which you'd like to call it, either the wiener or the spectral flatness. <laughs> <laughs> quote: It's measured in decibels and provides a way to quantify how much a sound resembles a pure tone as opposed to being noise-like. I see. I see. Okay, there you go. that makes sense. This yeah. is so cool. This is so specific. Yes, I love that they're not just like. And this the old squeal yeah. is happy, and this squeal is sad. The mm. end. Exactly. They were, they were very um, German about it. Yeah. yeah. They, did, 
They did some work. <laughs> yes. Uh, and those definitions were from the wiki. Uh, Dr. Marissa, our resident pig specialist That's here. <laughs> Please tell us, was there a distinct pattern in their sounds to the point where we could clearly discern positive emotions from negative ones? Oh, my God. And with this distinction... Can we create AI to help us understand our piggy friends in real time? First of all, this is so exciting. Yeah. Second of all, I would love to read the quote. Quote, <laughs> there are clear differences in pig calls when we look at positive and negative situations. In the positive situations, the calls are far shorter with minor fluctuations in amplitude. Grunts more specifically being high and gradually go lower in frequency. Oh, be apologies. Grunts more specifically begin high and gradually go lower in frequency. By training an algorithm to recognize these sounds, we can classify 92% of the calls to uh, the correct emotion, said the associate professor Elodie Briefer of the, the <laughs> University of Copenhagen's Department of Biology, who co-led the study, first of all, end quote. Uh, first of all, thank you, Elodie, for explaining that. So clearly that makes so much sense. And I'm just so excited to like, for like someone who owns pigs yeah, to have an app where they could, or any animal, you know? Yeah, I know. Have an app where- This is the first of probably many animals we could start to uh, I'm worried understand. about what they're gonna be feeling now. <laughs> oh shit. What if they're all like feeling like aggression mm. towards us and they're like, we hate you. Yeah. I mean, or that, what if they're like, Thanks. I understand that one. <laughs> Y'all are awesome. Thank you so much for all the food and life and stuff. Sure. I have a feeling it's a mixture of both. Mm -hmm. I don't know, but I don't know. I don't talk to pigs. These people are. Let's talk to pigs. Let's yeah. talk to pigs. All right. So my friends, no matter how high or low, if the vocalization was on the shorter side, mm -hmm. that indicated a happy pig. Yes. Or at least a pig who is content. Sure. So they're to the point. I fucking love that. Yes. But you don't have to take my word for it. Let's have a listen to the pigs themselves. What yes, please. <laughs> yes. I like how you couldn't even ask if I was interested. I've, I'm clearly, I'm clearly here for it, y'all. Here for the pigs. Yes. Dr. Marissa, I have a short video I'd love to show you. Thank God. It's a wee 55 seconds long, uh, and it's from the study. It's a short video. But the study has a very lengthy title. It's called Classification of Pig Calls Pronounced from Birth to Slaughter According to Their Emotional Valiance and Context of Production. Nailed it. Take a breath. Uh, yeah. Take a deep breath. <laughs> you got this. Um, if any member of the flock would like to watch along, it's available online. It's free. Just search Daily Mail. Scientists translate pig grunts. Amazing. There you go. Easy. Should pop right up. That's exactly what we're going to be looking at. Now, Dr. Marissa, I'd like for you to describe what you see and their situation. Sounds good. Like, how do the pigs sound to you, etc. Okay. Now, there's two different situations okay. in this video. The first one is the positive environment. Okay. And the other one is the negative environment. And uh, let's see if there's a clear difference in their piggy speak. That All right. Sounds wonderful. All right. Bringing right. it up. Let's the first one is the positive okay. environment. Okay, let's do some positive. Oh. oh, first of all, pause. Yeah. Okay, we see two pigs. Yeah. They're in what looks like a very safe sort of uh, indoor mm -hmm. uh, farm situation. Yeah. Um, and there's balls yeah. available on the very ground. Cute. Yeah. It's very cute. So cute. Oh, there is there food? 
They're sniffing around. They're sniffing around. They're eating. Looks like they're finding little treats. Yeah. Okay, pause. I want to note that they are sniffing around on the ground. They're finding treats that I couldn't specifically see, but they definitely could see. Yeah. And they're so cute. And they make these short little grunts, yep. like you said. Yep. And they are so positive. And, and I think even if we didn't do this study, you could tell that these are yeah. very positive. Yeah. You, you get kind of excited. Yeah. I'm happy them. for these pigs. Yeah. Bertha's getting her treats here. It's yes. Really, it's really Thank great. God for Bertha. <laughs> All right. Let's see here. Is this negative? Yeah. Okay. All right, can we pause really fast? Yeah. Okay, so this pig yeah. doesn't have balls. That's right. <laughs> this pig is alone. Pig is alone. And this pig doesn't have treats on the ground, as far as I can tell. Yeah. And it's kind of looking around, and yeah. you can tell it's uncomfortable. And the grunts are significantly longer. Yeah, right. And a little bit sadder. Yes. And I don't know if that's because I can visually see them and connect mm -hmm. with them that way. I don't know if I would inherently know if this was positive or negative, but it, certainly watching the pig yeah, and listening. Exactly. It, it makes a lot of sense. Keep yeah. playing. I want to see a little, a little bit more. Oh. It's like a pig. It's calling out. Like it's, it's like, like, hello. Where is everybody? Where are yeah. you guys? I thought we were gonna have sex. <laughs> um, I felt that. I think anyone We've listening. We've all made that noise. Yeah. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe I just did that. I'm sorry. And it's forever on the internet. It's forever <laughs> on the internet. Great. Uh, but no, you can really feel it. Yes. Yeah, I, clear really I clearly did. Absolutely. So getting back. Uh, now, you're probably wondering why. Why we need this study to begin with. I mean, it, it seems... I mean, uh, to hear pigs. To hear pigs, that's yeah. true. Uh, it also seems kind of obvious the happy pigs were happy, and the other one was sad and alone. It's fucking heartbreaking. Yeah. I even had to stop it short. Yeah. But uh, my friends, those were three pigs in total. Yeah. But can you imagine over a thousand? No farmer could isolate one voice. No. But by creating a platform that can monitor each little piggy, their age, location, heart rate, and their sounds, an independent or commercial farmer can keep tabs on happiness levels from birth to the end and adjust the piggy's situation accordingly. I love that. And I love that they're prioritizing the contentness yeah. of their pigs. I feel like owning pigs, it can be a dark time for a pig. It could be really yeah. hard. Yeah. It could really suck. And that's so sweet. It's fucking awesome. I don't know if I'm ignorant on this subject, but I think that's really sweet. I think it's fucking dope. I like so, it. So, I don't know about you, but an app that tracks and makes pigs happy, well, that's all right by me. Five stars. Five stars. Five stars From to Well, that's app. interesting. <laughs> Into happy pigs. Yes. And after the break, how much screen time should a gorilla have? Not much. <laughs> that's right. In my, in my opinion. <laughs> we have the answer and a whole lot more. Please. Yes. Please stay tuned. Please do. And we're back. We are so back. We're so back. And my friends, believe it or not, we have a lot in common with a 415-pound Western lowland gorilla named Amar. Amazing. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> 
Oh, join me, will you? At Chicago's very own Lincoln Park Zoo, where over the past several months, that gorilla I just mentioned, Amar, he's 16 years old and is having a bit of trouble. I, uh, there we go. We already yeah. have something in <laughs> common. Right. Over, uh, the, over the past few months, yeah. <laughs> I'm having a little bit of trouble. Amar is having a little bit of trouble. We're My basically God. the same. Yeah. So, Dr. Marissa, from Pitch Dudek of the Chicago Sun-Times, please tell us what recent event took place that highlights Amar's struggle. I would love yeah. to talk about this. All right, quote, Amar, a gorilla at Lincoln Park Zoo, didn't seem to notice last week when another teenage gorilla rushed him in a show of aggression that's common among young males seeking to figure out who's boss. The 415-pound gorilla was glued to a cell phone. Mm-hmm. Not on, uh, not his own, of course, but the smartphone of a visitor who'd been showing Amar pictures and videos through a glass partition. It seemed to almost surprise Amar because his attention was very much distracted, said Stephen Ross, director of the zoo's Lester E. Fisher Center for the Study and Conservation of Apes, no harm, no foul in this case, he said, end quote. So, yeah, the Amar was looking at a phone. Yeah. He was looking at someone else's phone. Mm-hmm. I did have like a strong image of Amar swiping <laughs> That's right. with, with, in his hand mm-hmm. with a phone. With his gigantic hand. I, yeah. I was hoping it'd be like that, but... That's probably a good thing yeah. that he didn't have a phone. Yes. I, yeah. you know, I, I don't know what he would do with it. He, would, yeah. he might, you know, get on a dating app or yeah. something. and He's too young for that. And break someone's heart. <laughs> so. Yeah, he's way too young for that. He's not ready. Uh, that's right, my friends. He's super distracted by technology. And for a growing ape, that could have some major repercussions. I can imagine. For you see, Amar is roommates with three other male bachelor gorillas. Oof, okay. Um, they're all in their teens and as such are separated from a nearby enclosure that contains a large family group including a dominant older male. Interesting. Stephen and the other zoo officials are concerned that all the screen time may take away from a brief life stage, a pre-adult developmental period where bachelors are learning to interact with each other and learn the ins and outs and the do's and don't you fucking dares to being a gorilla. You know, I don't want to go there, but maybe yeah. we should learn from these gorillas. <laughs> yes. That's maybe, a good point. maybe our development is being stunted. <laughs> By these phones. But don't think about that until after the episode. That's right. Listen to the whole episode. Twice. Hit subscribe. (laughs) Five stars. Tell your friends. Tell your friends. And then ditch the phone. Yeah, yeah. And continue with your development. (laughs) Perfect. But also I'm so worried for this gorilla because they're, you know, we've, a lot of us have been like slowly introduced to it over time, sort of. Uh, Except for these babies. Um, (laughs) But... This this could be bad. It could be bad, yeah. Yeah, yeah. the zoo researchers are kind of, uh, you know, they're worried. They're uh, quote, it's a typical sort of frat party. There's a lot of playing, but there's also some aggression and a lot of figuring out who's the boss in that group, mm. Stephen Ross said to the Chicago Sun-Times. Becoming an easy target for bullying is within the realm of possibility and something we really want to get ahead of. Oh, no. Said Ross, yeah. Who also wants to avoid Amar's roommates becoming similarly engrossed by screens. Wow. End quote. Are a lot of people just holding their screen their screens up to the gorillas? I guess so, yeah. It's becoming 
a problem. Maybe we should put a sign. Ah, that's I like the way you're thinking. Oh yeah, we'll put a pin in that. But uh, Dr. Marissa, would you first like to see a picture of Amar? Absolutely. Okay. And in this picture, he's sitting. He's sitting at his favorite spot in his in the enclosure. Now it's kind of hard to see in this photo where it is. So I'm going to show you another photo that pans back a bit. Okay. It's going to show you his favorite spot. Okay. And the current solution to Amar's young adult problem. Okay. 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 Is he and... glued to the the glass <laughs> partition, waiting? Yeah. Um, waiting for phones. Yeah. Put a pin in that. Is he too. is he holding his hand <laughs> with the thumb over his fingers Doing in a motion, thing. saying, "I want to see the phone. Please hold the phone." Uh, any photo we talk about today <laughs> will be on our social media stuff. So please be like Amar and, Amar and come and look. Come and look. <laughs> come and look. Uh, and I'll also have screenshots of the little pigs as well. Yes. Um, yes. There's a lot of cute photos of them online. So okay. here is Amar. There he is. Amar. What a handsome, gorgeous gorilla. So handsome. So handsome. He is, I can't really see exactly where he is. I think my theory is right. He's kind of like sitting down. He's leaning back against a wall, some hay around him. And it's, mm -hmm. it's really not clear where he is, but he looks um, a little zoned out. Yeah. I say, yeah, his eyes look a little sad. And I think I know why, because the second photo is going to see uh, why he might be a little down today. What do you see in the second photo, Dr. Marissa? <laughs> oh... My God! Isn't this amazing? This is like I want. I, <laughs> her hands are in her face. This is just like such a representation of 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 society yeah. all the time. <laughs> okay, so <laughs> you can do it. You can do it. Okay, so we see Amar sitting sad, um, and right next to him, and he's not facing it. He's not looking directly at it. Is the glass yeah. that separates him from a group of people? As well as a velvet rope, yeah. and all the people are just staring at him, being sad. Yeah. And they're all holding up their phones, not to show him. They're just taking pictures yeah. of a gorilla who's fucking having a bad time. <laughs> yeah, he can't have a... Yeah, he's... Uh... He's going through screen withdrawal, I think. He's going through... <laughs> he just wants to look at the gram. He wants to scroll. Yeah. He wants to scroll... And, uh, yeah, yeah, this is really depressing. It's, it's, if it's, you don't relate to this photo, um, yeah. <laughs> teach me how. I, I want to be like you. I, yeah. This is the most relatable thing I've ever seen. It's incredible. Yeah, so this velvet rope is literally separating the people from the enclosure by a good two or three feet. So it's kind of hard for you to reach your, you know, to reach your hand over to Amar and yeah, you know, to and show, show them the, the screen. Your, your fucking baby pictures. That's right. Exactly. So it's a good several feet away from the glass. So yeah. quote <clears throat> We are asking the public to partner with caretakers in future well being and development of Amar into adult gorilla. If we can all sort of agree that what we want to do we want okay, let me do that again. You got <laughs> we got this what a quote. Yeah, quote if we can all sort of agree that we want to do what's best for the animals, then we can sort of resist the desire to sit there and flip through pictures for an hour with him. Yeah. Ross told the Sun-Times. Yes. And quote, so in time, yes, we will see if this simple addition, addition of our fucking velvet rope. Yeah, okay. <laughs> will help mold Amar into the ape he's meant to be. Meanwhile, though, 
I cannot not share how some screen time has actually helped a number of zoo animals. What? Yeah. I know. Plot <gasps> twist. Stop it! <laughs> yes. Stop it! And I have a feeling you're going to totally fucking relate to this too. Oh my God. My friends, during the lockdown of 2020 and the majority of 2021, some social animals, just like us, uh-huh. were experiencing interaction withdrawal oh. and restlessness. Yeah. Without visitors as their own entertainment, these animals were getting bored as fuck. Never even thought of the animals yeah. during lockdown. Wow! There you go. Ah. So across the world, in zoos across the world, a new type of enrichment program was taking shape that resembled a hell of a lot to our Zooming and streaming. Dr. Marissa, please tell us a little bit about what took place at two separate Czech zoos during a few months of the pandemic. Nothing would make me happier. (laughs) Oh my God. All right, from iflscience.com, quote, to tackle the lull, staff at the zoos decided to take the unconventional step and connect their chimps to other captive individuals elsewhere in the country in the same way most people have kept in touch during the pandemic via video call mm-hmm. at uh, Dver Kravlov. I definitely didn't pronounce that right. And Brno Zoo, uh, about 93 miles away, two big screens have been installed so the animals could effectively hang out in a digital living room. At the beginning, they approached the screen with uh, defensive or threatening gestures and there was interaction. Wait, did I get that right? Yeah, you got it. All yeah. right. Uh, said Gabriela Leinhartova, curator of primates and carnivores at Safari Park, Dver Kravlov. Uh, Kralov. It has uh, since moved into the mode of I am in the movies or I am watching TV. When they see uh, some tense situations, it gets them up off the couch like us when we watch a live sport event. And quote, this is so cool. Oh my (laughs) God, they're watching an animal Netflix. Exactly. Yeah. (laughs) It's it's adorable. It's so cute. Uh, It's adorable. And of course... I have a photo of it. Thank Uh, God. (laughs) Would you like to see a pretty snazzy setup that these chimps had uh, during the pandemic? And if you could, please describe the chimp you see in this photo, because we were all this chimp at one point. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Yes, please. Yes, please. Yes, please. That's the screen. That's the screen. (laughs) I mean, okay. (laughs) All right. So I see... Uh, um, a chimp habitat in a zoo like situation glass partitions typical setup lots of little places to hang out little things to do yeah, a whole enclosure with lots whole of enclosure. jungle gyms the whole thing yeah where, where's things the to climb <laughs> and then right in front of the glass partition is a big screen and uh it looks like something's on and the chimp is lying on its side watching the screen that's right. totally zoned out just like how i was mm-hmm. watching love uh on the spectrum earlier <laughs> on going on eight episodes completely slack jawed just gone there you go um me and this chimp are the same yeah we are the same. Yeah, the same. I feel for this. Please look at these pictures because it will make you feel so seen and also worried at yeah. the same time. 
So a male chimp called Dingo and four females named Bonnie, uh, Babetta, Susie, and Chispy of the Kralov Zoo were especially fond of zooming. Uh, they reportedly love showing off their snacks. I love too. that. <laughs> I love it. Uh, now over at the Korkezat. Ooh, all right. You got okay. this. You okay. got this. <clears throat> Deep breaths. Korkizari Zoo in Helensky, Finland. Nailed it. They took a different approach with their white-faced sake monkeys. Oh. Uh, now, what better way to see what they did than to watch a short video? Yes. So, Dr. Marissa, there is a narration in this Wonderful. video. So, but... You know, feel free to pause and give us a visual cue if you want. Amazing. Uh, if any member of the flock would like to watch, please search IFL Science uh, or the IFL Science article, Amazon Primate. Get it? Primate? Oh, I got it. Sorry, yeah. it took me a long time. <laughs> I, don't worry about it. Uh, Amazon Primate monkeys get their own on-demand TV to stream so they don't get bored. That's wonderful. So let's take a look. At yes, this on-demand TV that was built for them, oh my and God. Uh, how it works. Okay, let's do this. Yes. Created a special box where Saki monkeys can watch videos on demand. <gasps> the research team created the box as a way to enrich the lives of these small primates by giving them the choice of how and when to use the device. By stepping into the box, the monkeys triggered the video of the week, from life under the sea to wiggly worms to other zoo animals and lush forest scenes, and some abstract images too. Pause. We learned that the- Yeah. Okay. <laughs> this is so cute. Okay, really so basically the monkeys, much like the other chimp, um, yeah. have their cool space, yeah. all their jungle gyms and stuff, but then they also have this kind of little box that you can go in. I think it's like one monkey at a time yep. can fit in there. It's personal. It's a personalized it's a, viewing. It's, it's a really personal, cute. <laughs> it's like a little photo booth type of thing. And you go in, one side is a screen. And it, like she said, when you go in, you trigger the video and you can watch. And they showed all kinds of examples of like jellyfish and other animals and abstract stuff. It's pretty great. Do they like it? Yeah, that's a great question. Oh, All right, here we go. The monkeys actually recognize objects on the screen. So they actually tried to leak the worms out of the screen and they went even around the tunnel to see if the worms are behind it. Additionally, we learned that the scratching behavior decreased during the time Aww. of the study, which can be a very positive sign. So it's really important for us that technology gives animals a choice whether to use it or not to use it. And also that we build technology in a way that's friendly for animals. Oh my God. Yeah, it's pretty great. This is wonderful. It's so <laughs> cute. I love that it helped them stop scratching. Yeah. Like that's their like nervous mm -hmm. um, anxiety sort of reaction. Um, so that's great. And I also like that they have a choice. It's not just there. Yeah. They just pop in whenever they want. Whenever they whenever they need to look at some worms. That's right. Amazing. Uh, my friends from Katie Evans's February 2021 IFL article called Researchers at... Uh, Nope, that's actually a quote, not a title, sorry. <laughs> I'm doing great today. You got um, this, you okay. got this. My friends, from Katie Evans's February 2021 IFL article, quote, researchers at Elato University, in, co in collaboration with the zoo, have designed and built an on-demand video device that allows the monkeys to choose what they want to watch and when. <sighs> designed to enrich the lives of these small primates, the TV watching room, 
a box placed in their enclosure, allows the monkeys to activate at their leisure. Amazing. End quote. So if you're curious as to which were the most popular videos, drumroll please. <laughs> monkeys spent the most time watching worms and underwater scenes. Oh, great choices. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Probably the worms look delicious and underwater. Who doesn't like that? Exactly. Fucking yeah. yeah. Uh, honorable mention and shout out goes to a study performed at the same zoo prior to the pandemic. If anyone can remember those times. What? Yeah. Uh, the same research team tested out another device on the same white faced sake monkeys uh, that allowed them to choose which sounds they wanted to listen to. Aww. Yeah. And Dr. Marissa, would you like to guess what was the most popular soundtrack? Uh, 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 Do you want me to give you a clue? Yeah. Okay. Uh, it's the total opposite of what humans would choose. <laughs> Is it like farting? Close. What? Yeah. You're pretty damn close. Is... Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> farting is final answer. I can't think of anything weirder than that. Farting is final answer. You're pretty goddamn close. Traffic. What? Traffic was the... <laughs> that is worse than farting. Traffic was the most popular. Uh, they loved listening to honking cars. And it's, <laughs> my guess is because it's the total opposite of their environment. Kind of yeah. like the way... We choose white noise and ocean sounds. They might choose something chaotic, chaotic, man-made. So different. Yeah, yeah. Get a taste of the city life. Oh, they—they yeah. they just they're New Yorkers. <laughs> that's right. On in, the inside. On the inside. Yeah, and that's it, my friends. That was in between zero eighty seven. Please tell your friends about the pigs. Tell them and uh, tell them about Amar. Amar, <laughs> our friend. Our, our, uh, uh, I'm trying to think. Yeah. Our friend! <laughs> he's in, he's in timeout right now. Yeah. He's learning to be a gorilla. Uh, it'll happen. Don't it'll happen. Worry. I have faith. Me too. And, uh, thank you for rating, subscribing. Uh, and as always, please stay interesting. Please do.